0: So one of the things we want to talk about today, Stan has the, can we trust the Bible? Um, I'm assuming that's what he's been doing for a couple weeks at least. And today we're going to talk about um, the ability of the Bible to be understood. So I want to, first I want to ask you, um, why do you think people, Say that the Bible's hard to be understood, or people can't understand the Bible. What are some things that you can think of that would be limiting people to understanding the Bible? Anybody can talk. We're open. Haven't tried, Bill. True. Or somebody else? I thought I heard somebody over here. Yeah, that's that's a big one. Somebody oh, go ahead. True. Anybody else got anything? That's, that's that's a big one I see Too many times, somebody goes out there to read or to study the Bible, and they're doing it for their benefit, or trying to prove something they believe, or trying to. Uh, so it, when they do that, <clears throat> they go out and pick out one verse or something like that, and that's the verse they study, and they say, "Ooh," but they don't read before that and after that, and the whole get the whole get everything to understand it anybody else have any ideas okay it reminded me thinking about um, studying and learning uh, Reminded me of a story that I'm gonna share right now with you you know not much of a story but when I was much younger um, well I know I'm not I'm I'm, I'm real young now but when I was much younger um, I used to ride motorcycles in the woods. Um, Every weekend, there'd be a group of us, my father, his brother, and several other people would get together and we'd just ride through the woods. Well, there's one part in the woods, excuse me, there's one part in the woods where there's this puddle on the trail. So everybody would always go around it, always go around it. And so after several times, of going around it somebody had to try to be smart <clears throat> and said there's no reason I can't go through this so the next thing I know <clears throat> when I decided to go through it next thing I know is I'm bending over legs spreading my motorcycle trying to pull it out of the mud because it was covered up in water but I learned <laughs> because I kept studying it at first and then went right in the middle, and of course that overwhelmed me, but I still learned. And that's what we can do with the Bible. We can study it, and sometimes it might overwhelm us, but if we keep on studying and keep on learning from it, then it all kind of makes it easier. We kind of understand it and get over it that way. Um, so let's look at a couple of reasons um, that we should... and and before I get started on this, I want to relate one more thing. Um, I don't know how many people know this, but uh, I know some people did. Back in February, I lost my job. And so one of the things I kept saying was, God will take care of it. It, not a big deal, God will take care of it. And so I wasn't concerned about it because I knew God had it. so, well, I start a new job tomorrow, so anybody that was praying for that, I appreciate it. But that's one of the things that we think about. If God is willing to do something like that, take care of me and just during that little time, then he's not going to put a Bible out here and tell us to read it, and we we'll not be able to understand it. He wants us to be able to understand what He puts out there. And if we look, um, let's look at Romans. This first verse here. It's Romans chapter fifteen and verse four. I'll read that. Give me just one second. Make sure. And fifteen four says. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. And I'm going to ask you to give me your input. What would endurance, it says through endurance. What does endurance mean in this particular verse? What do you think endurance means? Patience. That's good. Anything else endurance can mean Yeah, sticking with it. Patience. Keeping on, yeah, keeping on going, keeping on studying. Uh, So, and um, okay, so let's let's keep moving to the Old Testament here. And it says, this next uh, little part here says Jesus expected, well, Paul expected unbelieving Jews to understand the Bible. It also says Jesus expected expected people to understand it. Um, and if we look in Matthew 12, um, verse I'm going to jump around a lot today, sorry, about that. But if we look at Matthew chapter 12 and verse 3, well, let me get the right buttons. Matthew chapter 12 verse 3. It reads, this is Jesus talking. He said to them, Have you not read that David did what what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him how he entered the house of God and ate the bread of of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priest. Or have you read the law how on the sabbath the priest in the temple profane the sabbath and are guilt, guiltless so even so this is Paul talking this is Jesus talking about how um, he expects everybody to read and to study his word um, there's a verse we'll cover it later uh, in Timothy that uh, talks about Timothy you're supposed to do the th- things that you've been taught as a kid. So there again, the easy, he, it's expected to be, for us to be easy uh, to read. We get so There are some things like, you know, we're we talking about revelation, of course, if you ever uh, have been to one of Gene Cloer's classes and even Kyle's classes about revelation, you know that um, there's a, it's really the more you study, the more you can understand. So, the, the deeper you dig into it, the more you can understand. But we should all be able to understand it. As I was saying in Timothy, he's told to uh, remember the things that he was taught as a child. How much can, of the Bible can we understand as a child? I mean, is there certain things that we, that there's no way we can understand it as a child? there might be some things that would be confusing for us as children. But we also know that if we look at something simple, what's one of the, I would say, probably one of the more popular uh, stories we read about as kids that we were first taught, is <clears throat> probably about Noah, right? Pretty much every kid, because we, 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 they can even have the VBS songs. So every kid sings the VBS songs so they've heard about Noah, so they understand about Noah. What do they, What do you understand about Noah? Um, you understand that he did what God told him, which applies to us now. And we understand that God took care of him. So, even as a kid, you can read the Bible and be taught things from the Bible and understand what was going, what God meant by that. So, as we go, let's move. Let's keep moving. Um, And going back to the study, and if we look in Acts chapter 17, Acts chapter 17 and verse 11. um, These are the people that Paul had taught in Berea. now, Now these Jews... Were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So, as we mentioned to start a class, studying the word, studying God's word, they were doing it daily. The Bereans were doing it daily um, and studying, and they were eager to do it. And being eager to do it is going to be a whole nother thing. If we go out there and we say, okay, every every day of the week, 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to go out and read a verse. That's good. That's one thing. Because it's amazing the more you read, the more you'll want to read more and you'll keep reading. But if we go out there and we're eager to study, we're eager to learn more, that makes it um, well, it makes it hard to read one verse. But also, when you read that verse, you're studying it, you're learning more, and you're getting more and more detailed in it. Um, there, some, you know, we, have, we have it now in so many different ways where you can have it on just being read to you, have verses being read to you. And I don't know if you, anybody's ever done that, but so if you're walking or you're exercising and you have the Bible on, the Bible app, and it's reading the Bible to you. It's really amazing some of the things that as you're reading it, you're also studying it. You may not think that. You may think you're just just going through your mind. You're trying to avoid thinking about what you're doing. But as you're reading it, as you're thinking about it, you know, little pieces, you'll pick up on something. I know what I've done in the past is I could be doing something, some exercise, and I have the Bible plan, and hear something and then first thing you start thinking is, I need to remember that, look that up. The next thing you know, by the time you're finished exercising, you got 20 things, you have to go back and look up because everything sounded different. So you're spending the next hour in the Bible studying. So there's all kinds of ways we can study and God expects us to do that. And then if we want, let's look at, um, actually let's look at one of the uh, story that everybody has heard several times, but it's a good story about, um, let's see, let me find, give me one second to find that, where i read that out, to make sure I'm not covering covering it again. expect to okay but anyway the, the Ethiopian eunuch as we're talking about let's talk about him for a second um, he's reading Isaiah and if find that exact verse here I wrote it down yeah and it, yeah, it's in Acts 8 but he's also reading um, yeah he's reading from Isaiah is it 52 or 53 Isaiah 53, right? Yeah. So if I look at Isaiah 53, this is a... Just to show you how sometimes it can be difficult to understand things. If we look at Isaiah 53, and looking at verses 7 and 8. Um, So just imagine... This eunuch riding back to where he came from, and he was reading. He was reading this. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before it shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, he considered that he was cut off of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. If we knew nothing about the New Testament and we're reading this in Isaiah. um, Yes? Right. And like you said, he's, he's reading, like you said, a scroll. He's reading that. And he's going back. He's got to be thinking, I mean, what would we think if we're reading this? Um, if we knew nothing about the New Testament and we're reading this, we would, we would have no idea what, I mean, I wouldn't. I, some of y'all might, but I wouldn't have any idea what he was talking about here and what the Bible was talking about. And so that's when Philip came up and Philip said, well, let me tell you. So that's a, and so he sat down and as, as we read in Acts he sat down and he explained he told them about Jesus. And of course that would fit in there. So that's, that's another thing we have to uh, that helps us to study, to learn, to understand the Bible is having teaching. Um, and there's of course there's multiple ways we can do that, right? We can have uh, the stand nuts up here. We can have cows. We've got plenty of preachers in here that can get up here and speak and help us there. Um, but we've also got other books that can help us. Um, and I'm sure people have all kinds of different ways that we can learn, but being able to have somebody teach us uh, the Word is another way that we can understand it. Cause as I said a, second, a few minutes ago, um, Revelation can be difficult, but if you have somebody, once again, I could, like Gene Clore standing up here talking to you going, well, now that makes perfect sense the well, way he said it that way. Now somebody that's studied it and they've learned it and studied it more and more, that makes, it all makes perfect sense when somebody's teaching to you. And that helps you to understand the Bible too. So let's move on. Um so there's a part in here, a section that says, God expects us to understand the Bible. Um, and we'll look at 1 Timothy 2 and verses 3 and 4. 2 and verses 3 and 4. It reads, this is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So God wants us all to be able to understand the Bible. He doesn't expect us just to go out there and read it and that would be it for the day. He expects us to read it, to understand it, to learn it, whatever means we need to, whether we need to read it 10 times a day, and I'm sure uh, this has happened to everybody. If you read a verse and you go away and come back a couple of weeks later and read that verse, you go, oh yeah, I didn't look at it that way the first time. So it can change every time you read it. And if you have somebody teaching it to you, that can help you also. Um, and if we look at Ephesians 5:17, pick up something else God wants us to do as far as this word goes. Ephesians 5, 17. It says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. He doesn't want us to um, just think if we come here and we... Okay, just for example, if we were to come here and we were to sit down and we were... uh, spend a, two hours here on a Sunday, then get up and leave. He didn't expect us to just do that. He expects us to come here to understand, to start learning, to do more, and to uh, get to know what God wants, get to know what he needs of us. I think too many times we have, I think we've all seen this, where people will um, basically rely on, on somebody else to tell them what the Bible says. Um, We've seen that in a lot of different places. And I think it it can probably affect all of us even here. We can uh, sit here on a Sunday morning and Kyle will have everything up on the screen, which is good, it's very helpful, especially if you walk out of the house and leave your Bible at home. But it's also good for us to dig into it and to look at it and to Try to understand more. God expects for us to understand more. And, um, and then the, the little quote that's underneath that, it says, "Would God desire and command that which is impossible? So God's not going to tell us, you need to read the Bible. You need to study the Bible, you need to understand what God wants. And expect us and make it impossible to do. So there again people are just like we've mentioned taking one scripture and fitting it to and that's how they're studying is that one scripture and not studying the part behind it. It, it, it can be difficult. I mean I guess the proper way for us to study the Bible would probably be to start in Genesis and read all the way through and get to Revelations, Revelation, and finish with Re- Revelation. But that can be difficult, because um, there's not maybe a whole lot of people in here can start on a Saturday morning and read through the Bible. Um, if you can, boy, you're pretty good. I know. No, I know. I have the problem, and I'm Wayne Johnson. I've talked to him about it when. Uh, we read, we can read one verse, but our mind will get focused on one word or something. And so you'll go back and you'll reread that. So I've become a very slow reader. And so, you know, if you read one verse, it, it would take me, well, I wouldn't say it take that long because I've read through the Bible, you know, when we have our uh, reading through the Bible in a year, done that several times. Um, so it's doable, especially if somebody like, me can get there and read one verse and go, what did he say again? Go back and read one verse and realize that I've been reading this one verse for 30 minutes, trying to figure out every little word in it. But it's doable. And if we start in Genesis and read, it'll make, make the whole Bible a whole lot more sense if you start in Genesis and read all the way through because then you know um, this verse that says something in Ephesians well, yeah, it makes sense when you look back and you see where, as we going along, instead of trying to make it fit your own life, which is not what you want to do. You want to read and do what God says. Um, and then did Jesus, we're not going to read these, we may read one of these scriptures, but um, did Jesus and Paul demand what was unattainable when they said have the same mind. How can we have the same mind um, when we're reading the Bible? Any thought? Yeah. Yes. We, yeah, we, we yes. Yeah, so if we Um, accept it uh, Mr. Friedman is saying so if we read God's word and we accept it we believe it we know this is God's word instead of trying to change it or trying to uh, as we've said make it fit what we want it to fit if we read it and understand it a certain way um, if we read it and understand it as the Bible says then we know uh, that this is Correct. And that way we can all be on the same mind because I know everybody remembers Jesus' prayer that we um, all be in the same mind and all his his people being, all all the believers being the same mind, which we have to be, right? Okay. And um, we'll stop down to some of the reasons that we talked about earlier. And one reason is, it can't be understood. Um, Well, as it says, it was written so it could be understood. Um, I think anybody can pretty much go out there and read the Bible and they can actually understand it, even if they say, I can't understand it. what do we tell somebody if they tell us, well, I'm not gonna read the Bible, I can't understand it. What do we tell them? If we're in a conversation with somebody we say, well, you go out here and read this. And if you, you think back to the book that was really famous not too long ago, uh, Muscle on a Shovel, what's the one thing that, I've forgotten the gentleman's mind that was, name that was teaching him, uh, Michael Shank, but what's the one thing he did to get the whole uh, study started? He gave him a couple of verses. And he said, Read this. And so he, he read that. And every time he'd go to him, he'd just give him another verse. He'd say, well, what does this say? Or he'd say, Well, what does this say? So he made them study just a couple short verses. And so they would understand, so he would understand. Go back and just keep on studying and understand more and more and more and get want to learn more and more. Um, so it can be understood. Just As we've said over and over again, you just have to study. You have to read. You have to be taught by somebody to, to understand it. There is a verse in here, and it says, only spirit, well, the bolded part of the paper says, only spirit-filled people can understand it. Let's read that verse, actually, so we know what he's talking about here. It's in 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, and verse 14. At least I thought it was. Okay. The natural person, this is the English Standard Version. The natural person, person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. What is the difference between a natural person and a spiritual person? Anybody have any thoughts on that? Because if you go through here and you just read this as it says, um, if you just read this without studying it, um, you would think that only a spirit-filled, only a spiritual person could understand the Bible. So what's the difference between natural and a spiritual person? Any thoughts? Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody that's willing to read and study and learn and not just say well no I don't believe that or, I, yeah it's a natural person that's not not willing to um, read and study so that can go uh, that that's one reason that um, somebody says you know like we said here only a spiritual person can understand it well yeah if, if you're not willing to understand it you can't understand it I mean that's that goes for anything. Yeah, exactly. It's um the more you know, one of those. You gotta you gotta actually be willing to learn in order to do anything. That's pretty much the same with anything. And when I was mentioning. Uh, to riding the motorcycles around a mud, mud hoe, I don't know if I was so much willing to learn as um, wanting to find out what happens, which is kind of the same. I mean, of course, I, um, once, once I got into the mud pedal, I was, I was learning uh, quite a bit, and so the thought of just always dodging it, never learning, is one thing. But if you finally, if you just want to dig in and actually learn, that's going to help you to. yeah help anybody, if um, you know. Instead of not even wanting to learn, that's what you'll be—the natural person. Um, then we move. Up, we move on, um, and we'll hit these. Uh, Reasons, real reasons that people think studying the Bible is, they're unable to study the Bible is, they say they make, one of the first reason is many make little or no effort, which, of course, we've talked about that uh, several times, and many study for the wrong reasons, and we've kind of brought that up, where you, you're studying basically, basically just to prove your point, um, there's a lot of things that, well, the spiritual man if you're studying that you're saying well, you have to be a spiritual person in order to understand the Bible Yeah, but if you go back and you read you can see before this it actually explains what he's meaning by a spiritual person actually well, we'll keep on but there's different things if you read the whole all the context we hear that all the time. Read most the context, but if we read all that, we can keep on. Um, we will look, continue to learn, and as we've talked about, many fail to apply their God-given common sense um, as, as they look at as we look at this. So we'll hit. The, See, Stan may never get through a class, but I can get through it. Um, the Bible can be understood, uh, as it says. Bible can be understood by children, by truth seekers, as we was talking about, as Wayne was talking about, by babes in Christ. How do we be? How do we? If we're a ba- considered a babe in Christ, how do we? Um, not be a baby in Christ anymore? What's a step we need to do? To prove that the Bible can be understood? To prove that I mean, how do we're not babes in Christ anymore? What do we need to do? Yeah. and Yeah, so keep studying and learning and being able to teach and be able to, to do more. Um, then it says, of course, we read this earlier. God des- desires all to be saved and come to knowledge of the truth. Um, okay. Um, so, through the his disciples and through his prophets and. Through our reading of this, we can all understand and know. Um, and as, as we mentioned, in the Old Testament, like the eunuch, there is, um, all he had was the Old Testament, one scroll, maybe just a few verses or something. But now that we have the New Testament, we know all this, we can use New Testament to look at the Old Testament, and Old Testament to look at the New Testament, so we can put it all together now and we can, study and learn more and more and um it can the bible can be understood uh, As simple as that uh anybody have any questions or comments they want to make since we're in a little early this time yes bill And I think, um, unfortunately, we're seeing it more and more nowadays that it's not just the people, like you mentioned, from India. Um, We could go down and see people of, well, probably Buford that have never heard um, of the Bible or have no idea what it says. Um, So it's, it's more... Encroaching on us more and more. Um, you know, when I was growing up, it was always those members of the Church of Christ. They they read the Bible. They know their Bible, um, and it seems that seems to me, at least, that we're getting further and further away from that. And so we need to start studying, learning, understanding, and taking it out and teaching others or um, it's going to go more and more um, where we're going to be, I don't know, our kids will be sitting in school someday and the person next to them has no idea who God is. Um, I think we can, all, we can all kind of see that um, happening now. We're, there's plenty around us that's showing, that's showing that, unfortunately. Anybody else have anything they want to say? Okay, well, we'll stop there and thank everybody for being here and we'll talk to you later. Stan should be back, I think, next week. Yeah, Stan will be back next week. All right, thank you.